0: Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetinscom sample hyphen policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company, and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Hey guys, I'm Emma and I'm Julie and we're the girls behind comments by celebs and welcome back to another episode of our Kardashian Mona show. Hey, Jewel. Hi, Em. This was an emotional episode, didn't you think? Yeah, it was. It's just crazy when you think about it that 14 years later, we are watching them tell the crew that they started with that they're no longer doing this. It was very full circle.
1: Incredibly so. And I think most people who watch maybe don't realize that that crew has been the same crew. Obviously there have been people in and out, but for the most part, it's been a day one situation. Yeah.
0: And you know, I was thinking about it when we did our episode right after they had made the announcement and everybody was still kind of in shock. We really spoke about it more so in terms of what it meant for the family and then what it meant for the fans. I don't think I would have to listen back to our episode, but I don't think we really highlighted what that must be for the crew. And it's not that I feel guilty necessarily, but as I'm watching it, I'm like, wow, that is a huge huge change for them as well that we hadn't really had at the forefront of our minds.
1: The crew isn't necessarily your first thought when you think of the show, but as they were going through the episode, I was like, oh my God, this is so emotional for everybody involved here.
0: It really is. I mean, even, which we'll get into, but as we start out and you realize that the executive producer and the head cameraman, I didn't even realize that they were together. They're having a child together and, you know, they're, doing this baby shower for them while filming the final season. like These are all just really big life moments that they're experiencing together, both whether it's the family members or whether it's members of the crew. Right, exactly. The one thing I want to say before we start, and I know this is really not significant in the scheme of things and it's not worth harping on, and I'm sure that contractually there was no obligation here, but I kind of just felt that considering the fact that Kylie would... I mean, factually not have the empire she has now if it didn't start out with the show and that level of fame, I would have thought she maybe would have made an appearance on this episode. I I guess I didn't expect it, but I just would have thought it would have been nice.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm 0% surprised that she didn't, but it would have been nice if she had, or at least just like one single confessional talking about the show, not even to show up to any of the family things or the dinners or the meetings discussing it. But had she given a one minute, one time confessional about how she felt about the show ending or how she feels about the show i think that would have made sense
0: yeah because when you think about it i mean obviously in recent years both her and kendall have been on it so much less and that's really understandable i mean i think in a lot of ways she doesn't quote need it but none of them really need it it's just more so i guess you could say kind of like paying homage to her roots like she would not have this empire if the siblings and chris hadn't decided to do it when she was so young
1: Right. I think that there's a part of Kendall and Kylie that doesn't really consider the show theirs. Like I think they really consider the show to be Chris's and Kim's and Courtney's and Chloe's and they kind of were just a byproduct of the fact that they were doing the show and it means more to them than it does to Kendall and Kylie. So I think they were able to kind of separate themselves in a sense and just be like, okay, it's their show and we're sometimes on it. And over the years we've been on it less and less because it's really about them.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's actually a really good perspective and I could so see it if I'm them, how that would be the case. Almost in a way it's more respectful to allow the focus to be on Kim, Courtney, Chloe, and Chris, because it is their baby. But I don't know, I guess as the viewer, you also have the perspective of like in so many ways, it is the very thing that has allowed them to have these careers. I don't know, it doesn't really matter. It was just something I wanted to point out. I think I thought of it when I saw Stormy and No Ki- <laughs> No Kylie.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: This is the kind of episode where we'll go through scene by scene, but it's not necessarily riveting. It's a great episode to have watched, not the best one to recap.
1: Yeah, it, it felt a little repetitive at, at times in the sense of recapping it. When I was watching it, I thought it was really sweet and I appreciated all of the perspectives and everyone's feelings and opinions on the matter. But to recap it and go over every single thing, it eventually would just become a little bit repetitive.
0: Yeah. So we'll just touch on the things that I guess we think are noteworthy. Yes. Yes. But you know, after that first scene, Kim is just in her confessional and she's saying how they do love sharing their lives. And it's not that it has become a burden, but there are so many different factors. And I guess every year when their contract is up, they kind of reevaluate. And I kind of got the sense from everyone that this was the first time where the conversation going in a different direction was even on the table. Whereas before it just seemed like it was the obvious decision to just continue.
1: Yeah, and I think Chris said that. Like they, they talk about the fact that from the moment they signed on to do the show, they would only do it as long as everyone was happy and involved and wanted to be there. And it was, they were doing it the way they wanted. And I remember- when Courtney was having her issues with being on the show, she really emphasized that point a lot. Like we all agreed that we would only do it as long as we were happy doing it. And when she wasn't happy doing it, she was like, I am not happy doing this. And so when they're having the conversations about whether or not the show is going to come to an end, they were kind of saying like every single year, or every single time there's a contract up, when we redo this, we have that conversation because we want to check in with everybody. But usually unanimously, everybody's on the same page about continuing it. And they said, this is the first year where it's really been something where we had to go into a conversation, have it, and not everyone knew how the other one felt.
0: I do wonder, and I don't know if there's any accuracy to this because there's a part of me that feels like 20 seasons in, that's a round number. It kind of just makes sense. And they have so many other careers. I mean, think about skims even just as an example of one that are so lucrative and take up so much time. But I wonder if COVID impacted the decision at all just because of how many things were put into perspective in the last year. And I don't know if that's true or not, but I just wonder if kind of like the change in their routine based on COVID and kind of taking some time allowed them to reevaluate in a way that was maybe a little bit more clearly than they would have. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and I think they also were able for probably the first time in a long time to see what it would be like to not be filming, not have a camera crew in their house. Like, obviously, we got a sense of what was going on during COVID because they were filming a lot on their iPhones. But it was really the first time that they didn't have crews with them everywhere they went and with everything they were doing. And I think they got a taste of that for the first time. It was like, maybe this wouldn't be the worst thing in the entire world.
0: Right. And to me, from the sense that I got with the exception of Courtney, but really more so as it applies to Kim, Chloe and Chris, I don't think it was necessarily about the burden of having to film aspects of their lives. I think it was more so the free time that it allotted to put into other things. You know, they all have passions that are separate and apart from just the show.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that they kept emphasizing throughout the episode where they were like, we can't move on to the next chapter of our lives until this one ends. I wish they had given a better direction as to what they considered to be the next chapter of their lives. And I guess now it is the Hulu show, but I just mean at the time, like what did they envision that next chapter being that they couldn't have while also being on the show?
0: Well, something that I would love, and we may get this, and honestly, I don't wish they did this episode any differently because I really felt like if they did not... Continuously express as much gratitude as they did in this episode, it would not have been received. I mean, I don't know, we're recording this before the episode came out, but I have to imagine that it's going to be received well by the public in the sense of like people will really understand that their gratitude was felt and they weren't taking any of this for granted or not being appreciative. However, as a total separate episode or just a part of another episode, I would have loved for them to sit down and be like, okay, Also, here are the things that we each are individually working on that we anticipate are going to take up most of our time. Because, you know, we know Kim's in law school. We know she has skims. We know Chloe's doing good American and Courtney has poosh. But I'm always just interested in that from a business angle. You know, where does their time go? And I don't know if we'll ever get that, at least on the show. But that's just something personally for me that I would love almost like an abstract calendar of.
1: Yeah, a calendar would have been very helpful. I think also just what they were thinking pre-Hulu deal would have been great for me because obviously they must have had something in mind when they were talking about this next chapter, quote unquote, because I think it was something that they had that was the next big thing aside from all of their individual projects.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, clearly they weren't going to say that, you know? Of course. When Chris said, you know, the show has really been the foundation of every single thing we do and has been the biggest blessing in our lives... She needed to say that because oftentimes I think specifically by people that dislike them and you know, I get it people just want to find reasons, but they will say you know they forget their roots or like they forget the fact that the show made them and I truthfully I don't think they forget that at all. I mean maybe Kendall and Kylie do. One could argue it's either that they forget that or that they feel they don't want to overstep because they don't think it's their kind of baby but for the rest of them, I really don't feel that they forget. How much that has allowed their fans to connect with them.
1: Yeah. Well, I think with Kendall and Kylie, if there's a possibility of it being there, I think it's just a lack of feeling very connected to the show. Like, I don't think it's like not wanting to overstep or kind of letting the rest of the family have their thing. I think that if it was up to the rest of the family, Kendall and Kylie would be equally as involved. I think Kendall and Kylie just don't feel that same passion for it or feel that same gratitude for it. But the rest of the family, I think, absolutely does. And I think that that's the reason the show has been on so long. I think that it's nothing but gratitude for remembering their roots or remembering how they have everything they have in the first place. And aside from loving the show, I think they've genuinely enjoyed having it and have enjoyed having all of their moments on camera. I mean, there's we always talk about that. There's no greater gift than being able to like go back to any moment of your life and be able to watch it again for them. But I think also at the same time, they completely understand the fact that they didn't need to do the show for a lot of years. The show was almost a stepping stone or should have been in the beginning or maybe that's how they viewed it as getting to fame. You know, they were famous for being famous. So the show aided in that and they accomplished their goal in that. And I think for a long time, they could have said like, we're done with the show. We don't need to do it anymore. We have what we wanted out of it. But instead they chose to continue to do it because I think they genuinely had a love for the show and a love for the crew as well.
0: Yeah, no, I I really very much agree. And listen, they are as present as they want to be in terms of how much they post on social, but there's nothing like an hour of television a week where you are the executive producer and can edit the show in whatever way you want to really put across the narrative. Like, as much as I'm sure Kim gets more views on her social media than the show probably gets in general, that's a very powerful platform. And so in a lot of ways, it has aided to help them tell their story in the way that they want. Yes, of course, there's a lot of filler stuff. And a lot of it was just contractual obligations to filming. But think about how many really important and pivotal moments in their lives they've been able to tell in exactly the way they want, You know, not having to rely on the way an interviewer chose to spin that narrative. That is a very, very powerful thing that even the most famous people don't have.
1: Right. And I think that's saying that maybe they're underestimating how much they're going to miss. I guess it does depend on the format of the Hulu show. Although after this episode, I can't really see it being the exact same, but I think that they're going to underestimate how much they miss that ability to control their own narrative because there are so many things that are circulating on the internet about them that are being spoken about them on any given day. And it's just not, possible for them to respond to every single thing but something that they're able to do in the show is just like chloe has something going on that she wants to address one line about it on the show and she's able to take back her whole narrative and discuss it and dispel any rumors about it whereas if it's something unless it's a really really big thing or it's a really pressing news story or it's a huge piece of conversation on the internet that's really bothering them that they want to you know set the record straight on they're not going to be able to do that every time Right,
0: not even not be able to, just not want to. What is Chloe going to do, get on her Instagram story and talk into the phone about how she feels about the Tristan cheating rumors? Like, that is something that if they were filming now would be documented, I think. It would have to be.
1: Oh, it would have to be. And also, I guess that's kind of what they were saying in terms of, like, the happiness of the show ending or the parts of the show ending that they were happy about because they were saying, like, There were a lot of really intense moments on the show that we just had to film for. Like, I am sure there are aspects of the Chloe and Tristan scandal the first time that Chloe would have loved to have had the cameras off for to not have to deal with it, to not owe anybody a plot line on a show. So there was really that back and forth of like, we love having the show. We love creating our own narratives. We love connecting with our fans. We love showing them every aspect of our lives. But on the other hand, sometimes it's nice to just deal with things in private.
0: Yeah, for sure. Anyway, I know we're kind of all over the place here because we're not going to go as methodically as we normally do. But in this next scene, when they have the meeting at Kylie's Calabasas house, since Chris is staying there in the interim of her move, and they film it themselves because obviously they're not going to have the crew there, it was just such a moment that brought you back to the beginning days because it really was the three of them and Chris, and they're having this honest conversation and. I think what struck me was not Courtney. I was very aware that that's how Courtney was going to handle it. It was more so Chloe. You know, I always knew that Kim, Chloe, and Chris were the most attached, but Chloe said, you know, majority rules. And I think that if there had been even a little bit more of a question, she may have pushed.
1: Oh, totally. I mean, I think that she was really reading off everybody. I think she was the one that went into the conversation most expecting it to be a conversation. Courtney, we obviously knew how she was going to react. And I think Chris and Kim were very on the same page of like, this is so emotional. We are so upset. We don't really want to end it. But at the same time, we do. Like, I don't know if it was as difficult of a decision for Chris and Kim in terms of like what they actually wanted to do. It was more difficult in terms of it just being emotional. Whereas for Chloe, I think it was just genuinely difficult. Like, I think she would have, if everybody else had come in, saying let's redo it. Chloe would have been through the roof happy about it.
0: I think so too. I really do feel that way. And you know, it's so unfair to say this because Courtney for so many years had the show on her back. She really did and I think every now and again, I don't know, every few weeks something comes up where we say that and we really acknowledge it and I think a lot of the criticism that we and other people gave her at the time a few seasons ago and she was seemingly over it probably wasn't fair. I mean, yeah, she didn't express it in the best way, but like she's allowed to be done with it. But it it's like, on one hand, I'm so appreciative of her honesty. That's all you can want from someone to just share how they're actually feeling. At the same time, you wish she would have showed a little bit more emotion, but that's just not, I guess, how she processes it. She processes things on her own time and not in the same way as they do.
1: I... I don't know. I, like, appreciated Courtney in this episode, I felt like, because I like Courtney when she is who she is. I think she has amazing one-liners. I think she brings a very funny perspective to the show, especially when she's in a really good place. And I think I was really considering the fact that when Courtney was miserable filming and she was like, I don't want to do this anymore, she was clearly in a not-good place. Once she got into a better place she maybe didn't have the greatest view of filming or the greatest outlook on it, but she still did it. She said she was going to walk away from the show and then in the end she didn't really do that. And I just have to have an ounce of respect for her for sticking it out for the last you know, piece of the show.
0: Oh, I do too. And by the way, if they said in that meeting that they wanted to keep going, like she said, she would have. She wasn't going to just step away and, and she has every right to if she wanted to, but she wouldn't have. She was going to, understand and kind of respect the fact that this was a full family decision and I really think if all three of them went into it saying we want to do one more season she would have been on board and any way she chooses to handle it is totally fair I feel like not as many people feel this way because I know that you don't I just sometimes crave more warmth from her but I she must communicate it in a different way I mean she's such a loving mother she's such a loving person in a relationship she's clearly a great sibling and a great friend I guess it's just there's such a harsh contrast between the way that Chloe and Kim communicate and even curse, but that's just her personality and that's a me issue, not a her issue.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, I get a little bit frustrated with Courtney in terms of the way she expresses her emotions when she's dealing with other people, when she's dealing with Scott and she's just giving him a lot of yes, when she's dealing with Kim and Chloe and can't express herself correctly and it's creating more issues. That's when I have problems with the way that Courtney chooses to express herself. I can't fault her for being just generally less emotional than the rest of the family because it's just how she operates. And like, I obviously understand that.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. It's not, it's, it's a completely unfair criticism for me. I'm just saying as a viewer here, I am (laughs) sitting like hysterically crying and I'm like, how are you not? But it's just, she just processes things on her own time.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally.
0: Okay, so imagine these softest sheets you've ever felt. And now imagine them getting even softer with every wash. I told you guys about this company before, but I'm gonna tell you again. And I'm honestly not gonna stop telling you because they are the best sheets on the market. In a recent customer survey, 96% said that Bolin Brand sheets get softer with every wash, which I didn't take that survey, but if I did, I would have been in the 96% because I am telling you, it's like you've tried them at first and you can't believe that they could get softer and then they just continually do. A lot of things I like about this company, first of all, they're made with the rarest 100% Organicon and are completely free from toxins. Second of all, they're buttery soft, but also breathable. So they kind of work in any season. They have over 11,000 reviews, 30 night worry-free guarantee. So you can wash style and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. Their signature sheets come in 13 versatile colors in all sizes. So from twin up to California King, I have them in the color stone. I have the color mineral. I have a waffle blanket. Like I got a lot of things from this company and everything is just quality. I so badly need you to try them so that you can understand what I mean. I'm telling you, I've gotten these as gifts for so many people and everyone I know is hooked. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bolin Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code CBC at BolinBranch.com. That's and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com, promo code is CBC. Exclusions apply, seaside for details. Okay, so next scene, this was also really emotional. It's kind of a side plot when Chris is at MJ's house in San Diego and packing her stuff up because MJ moved to Calabasas to be closer to everyone and you know, this was just a moment for her that I really understood. The only thing I could kind of compare to in my own life is when we were getting rid of my grandparents' house that was a staple my mom, you know, grew up there and you really have such an attachment to homes because of what they represent and because of all of the memories and especially in her case, bringing so many kids there for so many years. I really felt that on a deep level.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you're dealing with a parent that maybe if it was up to them, they wouldn't have wanted to leave. They wouldn't have wanted to move, but it's in the best interest for them as they get older in life. That also makes it a little bit more difficult.
0: Well, when she's on the phone with Chloe and she says like, you know, this is the she said something like, this is the end of my mom's life, not in a morbid way, but just, you know, you have seasons of life as my dad would say, like playing in the fourth quarter. (laughs) (laughs) And it's true. It just, listen, Chris has been in this. It's not a new thing for her. the, The fact of once your parents get to a certain age, you know, you start taking care of them. But I don't think there's really any more tangible thing aside from, of course, health complications than when you are the one cleaning out your parents' home and you have to move them out because you need them closer to you. That's a really emotional thing. And I just felt for her. I know it's a part of life. I know it's natural. She's so fucking lucky to have her mother and that her mother has been able to see her kids and her kids' kids. Like That is such a blessing. But no matter how old the person is, it's still emotional.
1: Oh, of course. And that was one of the things that really went into this whole theme of the episode which I think for Chris more than anything else it was just the concept of change and how many things were going on at once and how many emotional things were happening at once where each individual thing she was dealing with kind of would have been its own thing and emotionally draining on its own but to have it going on all at the same time was really a lot for her and really a lot of change and I mean I for one do not respond well to change so I could only imagine how having three major life events going on at the same time would have been a lot for her. Moving her mom out of her house, moving out of her own home, even though she hadn't lived there that long, it's still a draining experience to move. And then the show ending, it was just a lot for her. And I understand why Chris was clearly the most emotional throughout the episode.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, the next scene when they actually tell the crew, I don't think there are that many things nowadays that they get this type of nervousness from. You know, they've kind of done it all, seen it all. And- to have just what some could consider a simple conversation clearly was really weighing on them. And it was almost beautiful to watch them care so much about something that is like just such a human conversation. I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, it was. And I think it was the point in the episode where we really realized what the crew meant and the way the crew felt about them and vice versa. And it was very emotional. And I don't think I personally expected telling the crew about the end of the show to be as emotional as it was. And it really was a moment. It it was funny, though. like Isabel was watching with me, and we were laughing because throughout the whole episode, Chris kept saying, like, telling the crew that the show was ending was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life and we were just sitting there going over every single difficult conversation they've ever had to have and they've had a lot of difficult conversations and we couldn't stop laughing we're like that's the hardest thing you had to sit your kids down and tell them you were getting a divorce like there are so many events in their life that just were such difficult conversations so when they're saying like this was the hardest thing we've ever done in our lives it To me, it was just so funny, even though they didn't mean it that way at all. Like, it was genuinely so difficult for them.
0: Well, because when you think about it, with a lot of other things in her life and things she's had to say, they're directly involving her family and solely her family. And as much as these people are her family, technically, her decision and her and her family's decision is impacting really the career of somebody else. So aside from how much she and the rest of them were going to miss being around these people, also it's like this is their livelihood that our decision is now stopping. And so you feel a sense of responsibility. Oh yeah, of course. I I don't know. I really I I have to imagine that if you're listening to this and you've been watching from the beginning as we have you also were emotional just because it's not like the Kardashians are going anywhere. It's not even really about them as much as it is about the whole thing, the the audience, the crew, the viewers. I mean, I thought that it was really interesting after they decided to tell them and they knew the news was breaking. So she calls Jonathan, she calls Simon and they want to get those posts up. You know, they're trying to figure out how to communicate that to the public. And it was weird because it almost seemed like, um, I'm trying to think it almost seemed more of, a chaotic press strategy than I would have anticipated. I would have thought everything would have been pre-written and ready to go. Whereas Chloe's sitting there trying to decide if she's allowed to post a broken heart emoji because she's not sure what emotion she is supposed to be conveying. And so I don't know, there was something about that that was like randomly very seemingly organic.
1: I have to say that was my favorite part of the episode because I live for that behind the scenes stuff and all of those things that we have those little questions about. I felt like this scene, particularly where they were going about posting it and telling people and realizing they had three minutes to get it up before it went public on other platforms like that was the part of the episode that I felt like all of those little questions we have were the most answered or most shown on screen I live for those behind the scene moments. I live for the little ways they use social media and them them showing it, them posting it and writing it themselves, not like a pre-thing that they had ready to go and that would set to be published at a certain time and like I thought that was aside from being really like chaotic and organic, it made the whole episode feel so real to me. Not that I ever doubted how genuine they were being, but there was just something about watching them handle all of this on their own without like a strategic press strategy that made it so real.
0: I so agree with you. It was my favorite part of the episode, hands down. I loved every second of this. It's it's, kind of like this scene was kind of like a few episodes ago when Kim was asking Chloe if she should post that photo or if she should wait because her other one was going to hit 4 million or something like that. It was like that, but on steroids.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah you know, this next scene, when Chris came over to Kim's house and she was doing some sort of a renovation and they were kind of just reflecting on how for the first really two years when she was pregnant with North and when she had North, how she was living with Chris. And, you know, I remember at the time, of course, there was that playful nature of like, get out of my house, but that was such a beautiful and bonding time for Chris. And I just loved her talking to Kim about it. Like for me, Personally, just like as myself, that was the hardest scene for me to watch one because Mother's Day is coming up. And, you know, for the first year of my life, I lived with my grandparents because our house was being renovated. And so, like, I very much know what she was referring to because my mom used to tell me what that was like being with my grandma for that first year. There's nobody you want to be closer with than when you have this new baby, even as much as your maternal instincts are kicking in, than your mom who's done this a million times before, you know? And, like, I couldn't help but just think about my mom because my grandma had five kids and how she was so grateful to be with her for that first year. And like, maybe North doesn't remember it clearly, but she will always carry that with her.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's one of the things that Chris was saying, where she was like, in retrospect, that time means so much more to me than it did in the moment, just because I can look back on that and realize how impactful it was. She was like, I was the bonding that North and I had for the first two, three years of her life was incomparable to anything else because you guys were in my house. And it was it was really a beautiful moment to hear them talking about it because I remember it at the time being such a funny, playful, and at times like chaotic experience. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was so positive for them all of these years later is so beautiful.
0: Oh yeah, because now, you know, seven years later or whatever, Chris isn't thinking about how, Kim had so many things moving in and out of the house and how much noise she was making in this or that. She's thinking of the fact that her granddaughter was with her for the first year. That's, you know, there's no feeling like that. You know, it was funny that I was thinking though, like <laughs> Kanye lived with Chris. We don't talk about that enough.
1: I know, isn't that so underrated?
0: It's not like it was just Kim. Like when, I, when they're talking about it, I'm thinking of it as just Kim. And then I'm like, wait a second, Kanye West lived in chris's house the one that rob currently lives in uh
1: the way they move is so goddamn chaotic to me like i never understood why they had to stay there with chris for two or three years like i guess in retrospect like they were all so happy that they did it but they could have moved into like a home in the meantime they could have rented but instead they stayed there waited two three years to move into their regular home and then chris now in this episode sells her house but then doesn't have a new one to move into and is living in Kylie's house. And I was like, isn't there a better, more organized, logical way of doing this? You know, I was
0: thinking about that as well. And honestly, who knows all the logistics because clearly we know it's not a financial issue. But I think some of it could come from like, a a convenience from the sense that Kylie's house, I'm sure is equipped with full-time security. They already know the gated community. You know, there's a lot of factors that we don't think about as your average person. And honestly, even as your average celebrity wouldn't think about, because I don't think most celebrities move in this type of style where they're rotating within their other family's homes, because I mean, most famous people don't have the rest of their family that's equally as famous and equally as wealthy. So I would bet a lot of that has to come with some of the aspects of these homes that are already well-equipped. Like I said, location-wise, security-wise, trusting of the community, understanding the surroundings, knowing that it's close to everyone. Like there must be other things that already go into that.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm sure. Just from like our perspective, it's so funny. And on a total side note um, that didn't happen in the episode and wasn't discussed in the episode, did you see that apparently Chris and Chloe are building a compound and having both of their houses together in the same area?
0: Yes, I just saw that. But I wonder when that concept came up because – Like you said, it wasn't discussed on here. And I wonder if it was even in the works.
1: I have no idea. I wonder, I'm so curious if Chris has been living at Kylie's this entire time and that's being built, like you said, and it was always the plan, or if Chris had found a different house and then they had started discussing it. They move houses like they're playing musical chairs.
0: I I will never understand it. It is the most confusing thing to me. And it's not a money thing. I don't care how much money you have. Even if there is somebody that is moving every single box for you. You have a full time, whatever. It's not about that. Like to have to change your surroundings that consistently is literally my worst nightmare.
1: And also no matter who you are, no matter how many people you have helping you moving is a incredibly stressful project. There is absolutely no way that Chris is allowing every single person and every single thing she has in her home to just be Moved around and boxed up without her seeing what it is first. No matter who you are, you're gonna want to go through things and throw things out before you. Move. You're gonna want to make sure certain things are safe and kept, and you have you know exactly what boxes there. And like no matter who you are, that is so stressful.
0: Listen, at the end of the night, whoever you are, famous or not, wealthy or not, assistants or not, and you have your certain medications that you have to take or your certain rituals that you do before you go to bed and they could be something so small, you want to know where that fucking hand cream is. You want to know wh- where that stuff is. And to have just so much chaos is like, I, I don't get it. I'll never understand that. It's, it's it's It seems to be more with them than a lot of other people, but I think Hollywood in general does this a lot and I just don't really get it.
1: Yeah. You see people moving around all the time. I get stressed when I have to take a bag home to go back to my house for the weekend.
0: I mean, you're preaching to the choir.
1: I just, I mean, I respect it because if you're willing to do that and you want to go through that process, just to have a different house or to keep upgrading or whatever it is, then like you do you because it seems like just a lot. Well, it just goes to show you, you know,
0: Kim is a perfect example, or at least so it seems of somebody that is by no stretch of the imagination moving. And I feel like she's doing any of these changes or renovations that maybe Connie wasn't down for or whatever it is, because I think she feels I'm staying in this house.
1: Yeah. And by the way, if I was Kim, I wouldn't leave that house for anything. She can't get that property. That's probably what Chloe and Chris want out of a property. They probably look at Kim's and they're like, this is the type of compound we want. This is the type of space. For Kim to have all of that space Plus, space to build her kids a mini Calabasas, you're not leaving there. No, no way.
0: So, I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like, generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically, when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes, there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada, yada, yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Anyway, when Chris goes to Chloe's house and you can tell she's really emotional and Chloe kind of, suggests her going to Palm Springs with her friends, which I thought was a great idea. And obviously I'm happy about it because we get the Palm Springs house content, especially when there wasn't that much going on. You could kind of just see different shots of the house. And every time I'm just like, wow, I would love an episode where nobody's even in it. And the cameras are just taking us through every single room and showing us the molding of every single floor and ceiling.
1: Same. That's all I want in the entire world.
0: Also back at Scott's house for a second when him and Courtney are talking outside and Courtney kind of brings up the memes and how people are saying that it's her fault and she's joking about it. I mean, she recognizes the humor in it all. I don't think she's taking it too seriously, but Scott kind of says in his confessional, you know, I think what we have here is amazing. This is what we do. And just my biggest fear is that we will float apart and not see each other nearly as much because if we don't work together every day, we're surely not going to see each other every day. So it's very sad to me. It's just kind of the ending of an era.
1: Broke my heart.
0: You know, listen, he loves every single one of them. But when he was saying that, he was saying that in terms of Courtney.
1: I think he was saying it in terms of Courtney, definitely. But him and Courtney will always have the kids. He always has something that's at least going to connect him to Courtney that no matter what, on any given week, he will be able to see her if he wants to because he has his kids. I genuinely think he was thinking about the entire family as a whole and how much time they all spend together and the fact that when they're not filming they won't have as much of an excuse for them all to spend every day together courtney he can see and spend as much time with any time he wants or in his mind at this time he could because they have the kids and she's not dating travis at this point so the activities they do as a family that hadn't altered at this point, And they were so used to doing so much together and so much with the kids. I think he genuinely means the entire family.
0: I think that he means the whole family, but I think his focus was Courtney because I know she wasn't dating Travis at the time, but based on how some of the previous conversations went, I think he also recognizes that her dating somebody is definitely not off the table. And it's one thing to be with her around their children, but this gave them an excuse to hang out so much solo without the kids. And so, yes, I agree with, I think we're both right. I think he definitely meant all of them and just kind of like the group environment provided. But I do think specifically he knows he will no longer have an excuse to just hang out with Courtney one-on-one sans kids.
1: Yeah. I'm, I totally agree with you. And I think that is a huge, huge element. I think the one thing we've been talking so much about Scott with is just his desire for family and to have family around and to be a part of a family, which is, again, going to the conversation of Courtney, Why it's so upsetting to see Scott have to go through this is because it's not just – it doesn't just feel like he's losing Courtney. It feels like there's an element of the family that's changing. Not that he lost them, but just that things are going to be different. So when I think about the way he's talking about not filming and not being together, not having excuse every single day to be doing something – I think that that idea of family is just so important to him. And I think actually the idea of Courtney and him being together has more to do with the idea of family than it does to actually being with Courtney.
0: Interesting. I don't know. I'm sure it's a combination of both, quite frankly. Yeah. Again, like I can't watch that and hear him say that, whatever he means, and not just immediately think of the Travis part. I don't want to get into that now. I know- we got into it a lot last week and also we were on the not skinny but not fat podcast and she basically dm'd us and was like guys i want to go deep on courtney and travis like are you up for the challenge and we were like absolutely so i know we've analyzed that at length and we don't have to do it right now but it was so present in my mind i think because of the conversations we've been having on podcast off podcast just (laughs) at night at midnight when we're voice noting about it that like I don't know. It's just really hard for me to watch him in that North Face confessional and then not think of them at Amajiri.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: I feel like makeup in general and specifically a daily makeup routine is so personal and that we've all kind of gotten down to a science, what works for us, what we need before we leave the house. like Where do we feel our most comfortable? And for me on a daily basis, I wear really, really minimal makeup. I actually think I feel the most comfortable with the least amount of makeup. But my two holy grail products, always have been, I think always will be, are mascara and lip gloss. Maybe a little highlight on the inner corner if I'm feeling crazy. But honestly, whether you are fresh face, full glam, wherever you fall, you have probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. It's the one in that turquoise tube that you see all over social media. So Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. They have a lot of great products, but the one I want to focus on is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. First of all, it lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking, which I'm telling you right now, I have a zero-tolerance policy for flaking with my mascara. Like, I'm just not trying to put you on my lashes if you're going to flake. And they have a flake-free tubing formula that dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. So it kind of looks like lash extensions without the damaging glue or salon prices. Also super easy removal, slides right off with warm water and a washcloth, no soap required. And it has nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's just like very much worth the hype. I had seen it a lot. And once I tried it, I was like, oh, okay, this is why I see it everywhere. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com CBC. That's Thrive Cosmetics, dot com slash CBC for 20% off your first order. So this is when Kyle and Faye come to the Palm Springs house. And there were so many elements of this that I loved and I was so happy it was filmed. I mean, just in general, I feel like we could watch Chris and her friends at length, but I also feel that there was a part of Chris that feels like she needs to kind of be strong for everyone else. And so on one hand, she wants to talk to the kids about the show ending because they can relate to it the way that she can, specifically Kim, I think. But at the same time, you know, she's still the matriarch. She still wants to be the leader and wants to, I think, communicate a sense of confidence in the decision. So I felt like she felt comfortable and safe to kind of break down to her friends. And I just I just appreciated watching that.
1: Yeah, I did too, very much so. And I think the thing with Chris that's such an interesting perspective on the show ending is the show was never really meant to be about Chris. Like it was supposed to be about the dynamic of the family. And in so many reality shows, I feel like where the family is included, the parents don't typically play the role that they played in this show and specifically the role that Chris was able to play in Keeping Up the Kardashians because it's kind of like, oh, they're the mom. And Chris was just, it almost at times seemed like she was just another one of the sisters because she was so involved and so present in every single thing. And that doesn't typically happen in a reality show. And I think when the show started, it was like, oh, I'll just be the momager and I'll control your like plans and your lives and your jobs. And it'll be more about how you guys are. And I'll take a backseat. And she just, I think, really brought something to the show that every single season, she was just more and more and more present. Oh, for
0: sure. You're right. She fit in, not fit in. I mean, she she is the reason for it existing. But yeah, she added so much. And that was an important kind of role that developed for her. Because listen, think about some of the spinoffs. She didn't was not highly involved in a lot of the spinoffs. You know, she was a side character. She was the one that they would call when they were trapped and couldn't make it to the photo shoot when Courtney and Chloe take Miami, you know? And so I just think that her... Involvement is really representative of the closeness of the family.
1: Oh, absolutely. It was really funny when she's sitting there with Kyle and Fang, and Corey comes over and he's like, You know, you have to cheer her up because she's been really sad recently about the show ending. And Faye is like, I just don't really understand like with the show and all you do for all of us with the show, why would it end? And I was watching with Isabel and she's like, classic fucking Faye Resnick. She's like, let me come on for this one part because you don't even know how classic Faye Resnick this is.
0: I was so hoping that Isabel was with you for that exact scene because I knew you guys were watching together when she was at your apartment, but I'm so glad for that scene because you have to really be a Beverly Hills watcher to understand. It was such a classic moment and it was kind of like, even if i knew nothing about her i would have turned my head and been like why would you say that to somebody who clearly already made the decision it's not like she can go
1: back now it's like maybe the worst thing you say to someone no no it really wasn't like i know faye to an extent like i've i've obviously because she's friends with chris because of the oj trial like she's been a very present name for me but i definitely don't know her personality and even though I don't know her personality, that thought, well, there was something about her saying that where I was like, oh my God, of course Faye is saying that.
0: I know. I mean, listen, she must be a great friend because she's been friends with Kyle and Chris and so many of them for so long. But yeah, I definitely just gravitate more towards Kyle. She just, I don't know. She has more of like a sense of warmth towards her, but maybe that's just a camera presence thing because Kyle's so much more comfortable on camera, clearly after all these seasons.
1: Yeah, I think also Kyle is just, somebody that you connect with more and like more in general. Yeah. What was also funny was when Chris is saying how she was so sad about telling the crew and it was the hardest thing she's ever had to do the perspective of Kyle being able to say like, Oh yeah, I know I've been doing it for 11 years and the crew is family. Like that is such a specific perspective that very few people that you're talking to would be able to have. So for her to be able to have that exact same understanding of what Chris was saying I felt, really brought things together. I was about to say
0: that it is so rare. You can have as many very close friends as you want that you can confide in. How many of your friends also understand what it's like to be on such a hit reality show? Of course, the difference here is that Kyle's not a producer. It's not about solely her family, and it's very different, clearly. But she can relate to it. I mean, she is an OG. Houses of Beverly Hills is a huge show. And so it's a little bit different, but it's probably the closest thing that you can get to understanding Chris's experience in terms of reality television, that people that she knows.
1: Right. Totally. I mean, it was when she said that, I was like, how odd that like her best friend is also able to relate to that exact same thing.
0: Yeah, it's very true. Also, I don't know. I'm sure, like I said, this episode hasn't come out yet. I don't know what people will think. I thought Corey's presence was adorable here. I thought he, you know, he clearly was there because I guess Chris wanted him there for the weekend. She wanted a girl's weekend, but also wanted to have him there. And I felt like he just knew it was about her and about her friends. And he wanted to kind of play like the supportive boyfriend side character in a way. And I just, I don't know. I thought he was adorable this episode.
1: Yeah, I did too. He was I, I really felt that way. But I think I feel that way about Corey most times, especially in the recent episodes. Like, I think I've really warmed up to him a lot. Yeah,
0: same. I, I don't know. I, I like him. I Like I said, it's mixed opinions. The one fight with Kendall threw me off a little bit. But just in general, he has always pretty much portrayed what I consider to be a lot of kindness and love and just support for Chris. And that's all you could want for a partner.
1: Yeah, I totally agree
0: in terms of when they're at the Malibu house and they call Caitlin, you know, again, this is a conversation I felt was really genuine. I think it was kind of not surprising. Like they weren't going to run the decision by her, but I feel like Kim maybe had the moment of, oh shit, we just announced this to the world and didn't even tell her. Not that she had to, but just on like a personal level. But I felt it was kind of a rare moment of just like, deep connection because we don't see their connection anymore. You know, so much hostility has gone on between Caitlin and the family. And so she really understands the impact the show has had. And she really was there for the formative years of it. And I loved when she said, you know, I had some of those conversations with my children that I would not have had if we didn't have the pressure of filming.
1: I was so interested by what Caitlin's reaction was going to be here because I remember there was a news story that circulated after the announcement of the end of the show that was saying that Caitlyn didn't get a warning. She found out with the rest of the world and it kind of made its rounds as if she was upset about it and we were getting that news story. So I was, you know, partly expecting that when they came on, she was going to make a comment about how she found out and didn't find out directly from them, but she didn't do that at all.
0: She didn't do it at all. And I think it was so the right move not to, you know, it would have been understandable if she did, obviously, but you could
1: just sense she recognized it wasn't really about her. Absolutely. And, and it absolutely would have been on brand had she done that. I wouldn't have been caught off guard or surprised. I was actually more caught off guard by the fact that she was so kind, like, not that I don't expect her to be kind. I just expect that sometimes it would have been the natural reaction and the way we've seen her in the past couple of years to have a little bit of pettiness or spitefulness, and she didn't at all. And I thought what she said was actually really great and additive to what they were going through it was. It was a perspective that we not needed, but I was really glad we had. yeah, I welcomed very much
0: I mean, this is basically it. We quickly go back to the Palm Springs house, and that's when Kyle, Chris, and Faye are in the bunk beds. Honestly, Julie. This entire house is spectacular. And I know we probably speak about this a lot, or at least I know we do in our own lives. That bunk bedroom, if you're a kid, is the dream.
1: Oh, to have that with your cousins, it's the best thing in the entire world. I would do anything to be able to give my kids that bunk bedroom.
0: And you have the little screens. Like, I just, it's such a really well designed room that makes sleepovers so much fun when you're little kids. And honestly, even in their 60s, they were
1: having the best time. They were having so much fun. It was amazing to watch. It was also besides the one part that I said that was my favorite part of the episode, which I think when they were deciding what to post on Instagram for announcing it. This was my second favorite part because it brought such a light moment to the whole episode that was pretty heavy. And I just watching them have so much fun was amazing.
0: Yes. And also because it's such genuine friendships and like that was real true happiness from Chris. And to be honest with you, whether or not they were filming, I think that's exactly what they would have been doing. It made me happy because it made Chris happy. Yeah, definitely. It was. I
1: was so happy that that happened.
0: Last scene when they're at Chloe's house and they're kind of just all debriefing and Chris is talking about the trip and they have that moment where they're all reflecting, I think, on the decision. And Kendall and her confessional is basically saying that, yes, the show was such a big part of her life for so long, but she personally does try to live as private of a life as possible. So she thinks it's a healthy decision for her sake. And I felt like that was a very true statement. You know, I can imagine that if I'm Kendall and I already crave a level of privacy that my siblings don't or just don't have, I probably want to limit the exposure as much as physically possible.
1: Yeah, totally. I thought that I thought Kendall being on in general was just great. She obviously doesn't have a ton to add because as the years have gone on, she's been on the show less and less. And we know that about her in terms of privacy. So for her to come on just to make that point and say it, but still pay homage to the show, I thought was really excellent of her.
0: Kylie could never.
1: (laughs) Could never. And also apparently would never. (laughs) It was also sweet
0: how just Scott was there and he was so involved.
1: Well, that's what I love about Scott is because he's the one that says, should we all go around and say our peak and pit of the show ending? And just for him to take over those little family traditions is such a minor thing. But him stepping up and doing that, it just further cements his place in the family. And not that it needed it. It just is very sweet to watch him take on those things on his own. And you know that he's going to do those things with Mason, Penelope, and Rain, even when the rest of the family isn't there.
0: Yeah, I feel like you specifically, obviously you're not naive. Like You very much understand that Scott is a permanent fixture in the family, but I feel like you breathe a little sigh of relief anytime there's a scene like that where he's just so heavily involved and almost leading the charge on traditions that the family does.
1: Yeah, because... I think I would feel that way regardless of what was happening with Courtney and Travis. Obviously, that adds a layer to it, but for me to watch Scott go through everything that he's gone through with losing his parents and really emphasizing the fact that that is his family and it's the only family he has left, anytime there's a moment like that that really signifies that is so important for me. Yeah, for
0: all of us. I I think that's echoed by a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know you guys. It's listen, it's not the end for our sake. So we'll have more episodes. We'll, of course, have the whole Hulu situation. But I thought this was a beautiful episode. I wouldn't have traded it for anything. and
1: I loved watching it. It really is the end of an era.
0: It really is, you know, it brought you back to the moment they announced it when they were doing the Instagram post. And it's a big deal. It really is. I mean, I think it was Simon maybe or Jonathan that said, like, this is a pop culture moment and it very much is whether or not you like them you can acknowledge the impact the show has had
1: yeah anything else you'd like to add no i i think that's it i'm excited for the rest of the episodes of the season i have a feeling that because they know this is the end they're really going to give us that last couple of episodes of just content 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 and i am so excited for that
0: yeah me too Okay, well, we love you guys so much. Isabel and I will see you tomorrow for Bravo.
1: And Julie and I will be
0: back on Monday. Thank you guys for listening.